listening to a single moment podcast where I am your host, Deanna Seals. I'm a licensed professional counselor. I'm a coach. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. I'm so many things, but most importantly, I pride myself on being a child of God. And I am so glad that you've decided to spend just a couple of minutes of your time with me today. How are you guys? Today, I think this is a great show. I mean, come on, I I think every show is pretty great. But I think this topic is one that people kind of suffer from. And they don't share it. They don't talk about it. um, And for a lot of reasons, and we'll get into that. But today we are talking about comparisons. Yes, we are talking about comparisons. Have you ever compared yourself or your life to someone else's? Have you ever done that? I know that I'm guilty of it. I am. And you know what? I'm going to answer that question for you. I think you are guilty as well because on some level, we've all compared our lives or a section, an area of our lives to someone else's. So here's a question that I have for you guys. Is comparison bad? I mean, are all comparisons bad? You know, we hear about people comparing or just the word comparison in itself. I think when we think about that in our Christian world, we hear comparisons, we immediately attach this negative connotation to it. Um, But let's just kind of break this up a little bit because not all comparison is bad. Now, when it comes to, I mean, we compare every day, just about. We compare prices to get the best deal. We compare different schools. We compare neighborhoods because we want to know what we're getting into. We want the best for ourselves or our families, things like that. However, when it comes to other things, specific things and comparisons, that's where we can really get ourselves in trouble and get our feelings and our heart all entangled and really position us in a negative light that we really don't want to be. So when it comes to your life, how you're made, how you're wired, what you've experienced, you know, whether or not God has answered your prayers, um, things like that. That's where we can get in trouble when we can compare our lives to someone else's life, to someone else's experience. And oftentimes we shake our little puny fists at God and Maybe I'm just telling my my own story. Maybe I'm telling on myself right now. But we shake our puny little fist at God and say, how come you did that for that person and why not me? How come things are going this way and why not me? And so sometimes we can get caught up into doing that and not even realize it. You know, it's that sneaky little little demons, so to speak, that we can really get our eyes focused off of our own lives and maybe off of what God has for us. And we put it on someone else's life. And the green eyed monster (laughs) rears its ugly head and just really, 
you know, leaves us not feeling good at all. I mean, have you ever met someone who felt good when they compared their life to someone else and they, you know, really are looking at the lack in their life or what seems to be the lack in their life? You don't walk away feeling too good when you are comparing your life to someone else's and you wish that your life was not going the way that it currently is. And so I think that in our world of social media, we are bombarded with pictures. We are bombarded with people telling their story. We are bombarded by testimonies or what we think are testimonies. We are bombarded with social media all the time. I mean, we see blessings in the form of pictures on Instagram or Facebook or what looks like it's a blessing. Um, some are actually blessings and some are really burdens. Let's be real about that. Um, but when I think about the word filters and how people put it in their pictures, you know, I think people use filters every day. And this is why. This is what they do. Filter out the good and only show you what's really, um, I'm sorry, filter out the bad and only show you what's really good in their lives. You know, we've been guilty of just showing the good parts, but we don't show the bad parts. And do you have to show the bad parts all the time? No, if God is leading you to show it all, then you show it all. Uh, I think many people are not being led by how they utilize uh, social media, but that's a whole other topic. But when it comes to social media, we are bombarded with these pictures, with these testimonies, with what's going on in each other's lives, and we can be happy for them. And sometimes when you see something that you've desired or that you've wanted and you don't have it yet, you can start to compare someone else's journey to yours. You can start to ask God, why them and not me? I mean, guys, I've been there. I've been there. I've had to fight not even going there. Trust me. And I know that you guys out there listening to me have had to battle, you know, that that same thing to to fight, not comparing your life or areas of your life that you wish would change when you see someone else's life. Um, so comparison happens more often than, than we talk about it. But I want to just share with you what comparing your life, the thing that you think that you like lack, or the thing that you are actually lacking, but you just don't have right now. Here's a question that I want you to think about. Is this specific thing that you're comparing is it hurting you or is it helping you? I asked that question because I read something that uh, about comparison and they talked about how it actually discourages you. And I think it's very true when we look at um, our life and you want to do what? Compare it to someone else's life. I will never forget when I um, read this Bible verse. I read this Bible verse and I laughed, but it's so true because pretty much 
Jesus is saying in this particular verse to uh, Peter to basically he, he says, mind your business. So we are in the 21st numbers of John, the 21st chapter of John, the 21st verse. And so just to give you a little bit of background um, or context with this, um, Jesus is talking to his disciples. This is um, after he has died and rose again and he's making himself known and he's appearing to his seven disciples. And this is around the time that Jesus is commissioning Peter and kind of telling him the work that he's going to do, that Peter is going to do, and also actually the death of Peter. So uh, it reads the 21st verse. Yes, in John 21. Uh, it reads, actually, I'm going to start at the 20th verse. Peter turned around and saw behind them the disciple Jesus loved, the one who had leaned over to Jesus during supper and asked, Lord, who will betray you? Peter asked Jesus, what about him, Lord? And Jesus replied, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? As for you, follow me. I love that. To this day, I still get a kick out of that because we hear online, mind your business. Look, I'm telling you, there is nothing new under the sun. Jesus said, mind your business a long time ago. He said, mind your business a long time ago. He says, Peter, what is that to you with, you know, what I decide to do with this person's life? But for your life, you follow me. Look, I have had my Peter moments. I've had my Peter moments and I know that you guys aren't alone. So I know all of you are shaking your heads says, yes, yep, that's that's me. I've pretty much kind of as the same thing. So I just want to highlight to you what comparison does. Comparison steals your joy. Comparison is the enemy of joy. Comparison robs you of your current reality, the season that God has you right now. And if you are not focused on where God has for you at this particular moment with whatever he's called you to do or to be, then you will miss out on how God wants to bless you. Again, I've said this before. Blessings is not just, oh, I have more money in the bank, which is always nice, right? We could always use some more money in the bank. But blessing is, is also about uh, spiritual maturity, being better than who you were yesterday. So when you compare, it robs you of those things. Comparison, if I can just imagine someone whispering to me, comparison whispers a lie or a lot of lies that says you're not enough. Comparison whispers the lie that says what you have isn't enough. It also says God doesn't know what he's doing in your life and that you're actually missing out. This is what comparison does to us. And I don't know about you, all the things that I'm listening, listing for you guys, it's it doesn't make me feel good. Does it make you feel good? So when we compare our lives to someone else in a way that does not 
recognize where God has for us to be, that that he has perfectly placed us even in areas where we don't want to be. You may be waiting on something and God has you in a hallway for a very long time before he allows that door to be open. I've been there. I'm still there in some respects. Um, And so if I allow myself to go down and make these lists of things, well, God, you gave that person this thing. How come you didn't give it to me? I am saying to God, God, do you really know what you're doing? Or I'm saying just like Peter, well, what about that person? You know, we compare our our lives to someone else. I don't know how their prayer life is. I don't know what their relationship with God is or isn't. But how about this? If it's from God, he will bless who he wants to bless, when he wants to bless, and how he wants to bless. That's exactly what he was saying to Peter. What is it to you if I want to do X, Y, and Z with this person? As for you, you follow me. So what is it to you that God wants to do something with that person whose life that you're comparing? What is it to you? The question that I have for you and the question that God has for all of us, are we doing what God has told us to do? Comparison also gives us that it's, I call it the FOMO syndrome, F-O-M-O, the fear of missing out. Um, Comparison says, God, I don't like what you're doing in my life. And you know what? You, you, You may not. I mean, I've, I think I said that to God today, you know, I, I had a talk with him and I said, God, I really don't like this, this road that you've chosen for me because I just, this is, I just don't get it. It's crazy. It's hurtful. It's all of these things. Like, I can't believe that you have allowed this. I can't believe that this is what I'm doing or this is where I'm at. No, I didn't like it. But what, what it did for me is. I got real with him. He already knew. I got real with him. But then what did I do to kind of correct that? I thought about all that he is and all that he's been. And I thought about a couple of Bible verses that reminds me and you that his plan for our lives are so unique. It is so unique. Um, And the 84th numbers of Psalm and the 11th verse, no good thing will he withhold from you. Go and read that. Jot that down. Uh, the 84th numbers of Psalm and the 11th verse. There's some, I don't have um, my word turned exactly to that page, but uh, right after or right before that, there are some things uh, the author is speaking. But the 11th verse says, no good thing will he withhold from you. And then we have the Jeremiah, the 29th verse, um, 29th chapter, the 11th verse starting there. For I know the plans that I have for who? For you. I know the plans that I have for you. We have so many verses in the Bible that really talks about how unique our plan is 
in our lives that God wants to really do with us. And it's something different than someone in your family. It's different than your friend. It's different than your coworker. It's different because God has a unique plan for you. God has a unique plan for you. And I think perhaps our prayers should be, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? Because every everything in our lives are just are really broken up in seasons. God, what what is this season about? What have you called me to do in this particular season of my life? And there are some seasons that are harder than others. There are some seasons that God has called you to walk out. And um, I, I know I've been there. Um, I feel like I'm getting out of a very hard season. And, you know, we wish things would be different. And then you see uh, everybody getting what looks like blessings on social media and all of these other things. But you know what? You have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Number one, you don't know their story. You don't know how long maybe they've been praying to God or what have you. You you don't know their story. And we can't assume that every good thing that we see online is a blessing from God. Again, it could just be a burden. You don't know what they got <laughs> to be in that particular position, that place, that space, or that that gift that they are showing off. You have no idea. But again, the point is, like Jesus said to Peter, what is that to you? What is that to you? Perhaps God is testing you to see if you will rejoice when they rejoice. Perhaps that's a test for you. Perhaps God is saying you're still waiting because I'm not sure that you could handle it or God knows what you can handle, but we're the ones who, you know, find out whether or not we can handle it. And perhaps it, you know, the, the test is always for us because we may not know if we're ready for it or not. So comparison, you know, there are good times where you compare, like I mentioned before, you know, when you are doing your research to find out, you know, I want to compare prices. Is this good? Is it not good? But that comparison where it's it's not good, where it's discouraging, where it's bad. And, at, and actually, I think it's a sin, actually, you know, because we are saying, God, what you are giving me is not enough. What you are doing in my life is not good enough. God, I don't think you know what you're doing. That's really the thing behind our our argument when it comes to comparison. Then we have the 139th of Psalms and the 16th verse. It says, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Every moment was laid out. God has crafted your story so unique. So there is no room for comparison because we know the author who is a God of perfection. And if he's called you to this hard season 
or this season of waiting or this season of what seemed like lack, then you better believe that he has already put things in place for you to handle the season that he has called you to be in. So what do you do when you are comparing? What 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 can you like tangibly do? How can you apply this right now in your life to get your mind off of what you don't have and to really put it on God and look at what is in your current reality and be grateful with that? The first thing that you can do is keep a grateful journal for 30 days. You know, there are some things you can't control, but there are some things that you can control. And here's what you can control. You can control your thoughts. You can control what you allow to sit in your mind. So when that temptation to compare comes, you stop it in your tracks and you write out, you know what, I'm grateful for whatever. I'm grateful, God, that I am in this season where it's me and you and I'm learning of you and I'm learning from you and I am in a season undistracted. That's what I would say. That's what I'm saying right now, actually. I'm grateful for that. And so for 30 days, keep a keep a journal of uh, being grateful. The second thing, you know, I want you to ask yourself, what is God teaching me? What is he showing me? Because instead of seeing what you don't have name, here's what God is showing me. What is he showing you in this particular season and this particular uh, thing with you comparing your life to someone else's? And uh, lastly, perhaps cutting off social media for a while. You know, you can you can do that. You will survive without social media. You know, if it's a problem for you, then cut it off, cut it off, you know, and just you know, renew your mind, renew your heart, ask God to help you count it all joy with what he's placed in your life. Ask him to help you rejoice with those who are rejoicing. Ask him to help you be happy for others when they are getting blessed. We don't know if it's from God or whatever, but ask, ask, you know, God to help you Rejoice with those who are rejoicing right now because comparison is really um, like the cousin to jealousy. It really, it really, really is. It's basically envy. You know, you are not happy with what you have. And jealousy is dangerous. Jealousy leads to anger. Anger can lead to so many things, including death. Read your Bible, Cain and Abel. There are two brothers. Um, Cain was jealous. He was jealous. And so we don't want to let things that are not of God to fester in our hearts and minds because what can start small can become and grow so big and it can lead to so many things. So ask God to renew your mind and renew your heart because comparison is a thief and you don't want anyone to steal the blessings that God has for you. Don't let comparison do that to your life. Don't do it. So that's all I have for you guys today. And until next time, I will see you later.